Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. So we thank you that we have the opportunity to worship you, to rest in you, to see the miraculous happen because you can't fail. When people went to the doctors, the doctor said, you, you won't come out of this. But we thank you that because we trust you. We came out. We're still here. When the credit union said that you can't get a loan for your house or for your car, you changed that. When we went back to the place, all of a sudden they had somebody that didn't work there, but they worked there for us that day, and we got the cars. These were years ago. So, Father, we just want to say thank you. So we come before your throne washed in the blood of Jesus. We thank you for giving us the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. Make us a quick understanding so we do not judge by what we see with our eyes or hear with our ears, but by what your Holy Spirit reveals to us. We thank you, Jesus, for your presence and ask you to be Lord over this ministry and all that is done here. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to anoint this time of prayer and ministry. We claim the blood of Jesus over this session for our protection. We proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord here and that this is holy ground. We take authority in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood and word and command all evil spirits to leave this property now. We claim this room sealed in the name and authority of Jesus. We bind and forbid any evil spirits on the outside from having any knowledge or influence in this room. We thank you that the battle is the Lord's, but the victory is ours. In Jesus' name, amen. Sharon, thank you for that, that uh, fourth song. We trust you, Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, you, you trust? We had some uh, serious uh, internet concerns this morning and couldn't get online. And so I couldn't get my message because I had edited my message in the, in the while I was here when I came in this morning because some things were going on. That I said, I need to add this, I need to add this, I need to add that. So as I'm trying to put it in, I can't put it in because the internet is not working. Nothing we did, say nothing we did. But guys, you got to have somebody that you can pray with. Be able. You hear what I'm saying? You need a prayer partner. You need somebody's prayer that when they touch and agree, it's a done deal. Your faith can do it, but sometimes you need to touch and agree. Because he said, what, what the word say about two? One or one to put a thousand flight and two or put ten thousand. So I touched and agreed with my wife. Say, go get her. See, you got to know who you know can do things. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yes, you don't call for Billy Bob when you need Sally Joe <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> and I use those names because nobody named that. I, I don't think. I don't think. But I want to talk about valley versus the mountain. But the title of the message is The Valley of Decision. Why in the world we got to wait till we go to the valley? Why? You can go back. So, so let me tell you a little bit about what I found out about the valley. The valley is the place in life where we struggle, 
with everyday fears? Because we can be honest, can't we, up here? Where unrealized hopes are not manifest and painful circumstances. That's, that's what's going on in the valley. But let me tell you about the mountain. The mountain is where we come to meet God. Because he's not down low. Hey, he what? But the valley is where God comes down to meet us. We go to the mountain to meet him. But he comes to the valley to meet us. We may enjoy God on the mountain. But we get to know him intimately in the valley. Now, y'all know I don't say nothing like that unless I got a question coming. So why is that? So I'm saying we may enjoy God in the mountain, but we get to know him intimately in the valley. And why is that? So we got a conversation with church. Guys, you know, social media, you know, all you got to do is type in, give us the answer. What is it? Pastor, I'm in the sound booth. Oh, sound booth? Yes, ma'am. I think that's because that's when you're desperate. That's okay. when you absolutely need him. That's when you have no other option. Okay. And you have to rely on him and what he promised you. Okay. I appreciate your honesty. Who else? Because those are the times when um, we uh, put ourselves aside and we actually go straight to God rather than waiting till later and asking everybody else. So we really know at that point that he is all and all that he is what we need to get through what we need to get through. Okay. All right. And guys, you can hand people the mics. Go ahead, Nicole. Uh, I think we're finally naked. Oh, you're finally naked. And okay. we're not hiding behind the mask of, oh, I could figure this out. Okay. Oh, I could. Just give me some more time. I could fix this. Okay. We, we've already tried that. It doesn't we're, work. Okay. We tried. It didn't work. All right. Who else? Yeah, that's when um, everybody that you always depended on are not there. And all you have is you and God. Come on now. Come on. Okay. All right. Who else? Yes, ma'am. Um, so in the valley, you can't always see. You can't see what's going on, the bigger picture. Okay. All right. On the mountain, you can see it's lots of clarity. You uh -huh. have lots of vision. But okay. in the valley, you need him because you cannot see the forest from the trees. Okay. And we, we, and we can't see our way out. <laughs> Go ahead. Who I got? Yeah, I think... Um, at that point, you've heard all the lies. You've seen all the misinterpretations. <laughs> okay. Now you're looking for the truth. Okay. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. In the, in the valley, you um, have less distractions. Okay. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Got one coming your way. Might come your way. It's when you're at the bottom. Okay. And the only thing you can do is look up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for sharing. Yes, sir. I got somebody. I um, I've already asked everybody. Okay. Okay. That I trusted. Uh huh. And their answers still don't sit right with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, there's still some unrest. So it's like, okay, no, I kind of tried everybody else. Lord. Okay. I need your input. Okay. All right. Appreciate your honesty. Anybody else? Someone says, in the valley, you are at your lowest, so okay. you are vulnerable, so you look to God. Okay. That vulnerable word is a cuss word in, in Christian community. But why, why people don't want to be vulnerable, especially men? Mike coming your way. Y'all talk to the mic. <laughs> talk through the mic. Give them the mic. <laughs> you're supposed to be a strong, mature Christian all the time. Okay, you're supposed to be a strong what? Mature Christian all the time. A strong, time. mature Christian. Okay. All right. Anybody else? Okay. Yes, ma'am. When you're, when you're vulnerable, uh -huh. you're exposed, Ooh. 
and you're you you can be attacked and okay. that is not a good place nobody wants to be in a place where they can be attacked like okay. if you corner a cat uh-huh. and they can be attacked they are the strongest and the meanest when they're backed up and vulnerable yeah uh, all right i can tell some people got some cats and tried that day <laughs> On, th- on, w- on Wednesday, I'm supposed to take both of our house to the vet, and it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out my territory. Because you can't put them in certain rooms because, you know, they're going to go into bed or something. So I got, I'm figuring out my territory because I got to put both of them in there. We got to drug them or something. But we'll, I get them there. I get them there. All right. <laughs> All right, let's do our opening confession. All right, y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Valley of decision. So y'all going to want to write this down. The stronger the resistance that we feel, the more important it is that we do it, whatever it is. God's been speaking to us. He's been telling us there's time to do something, that you need to do it, you need to do it now. So the stronger that resistance were, when you, you, you're th- even thinking about what he told you to do, you get scared, you get nervous, you come up with excuses. So that's what I'm talking about, the stronger the resistance that we feel, the more important it is that we do it. I want to say, like, do it now. I did a teaching call now. Whatever it is. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Am I lying on anybody? You know what I'm talking about. So if you want to know when God gives you something, there's going to be resistance. And that resistance is going to come up with reasons why, why this won't work. I see you. Why this won't work. Why you shouldn't do it now. Why... Um, you don't have the education, you don't have the background, you don't have the looks, you don't have the height, you don't have the size, you don't have the money, you don't have, what else? Y'all fill in the blanks. What else you don't have? And you're not talking about yourself. The age, <laughs> the experience, the confidence, the, the what? The clientele, the status, the training. Somebody said something? The polish. So that's when you know you're supposed to be doing it. Because all the resistance is starting to come up. Because it knows that you're about to step into where your freedom is. If I had known what I know now in ministry, I would have came a long time ago. Because all the provision was in ministry. All the provision was in counseling. 
all the provision was in what God was calling, calling me to do. The house was in ministry. I ain't saying the house was bought by ministry. I'm talking about ministry. Y'all understand what I'm talking about? I don't want people to know why I leave. They had a church board to pass the house. That's why he got into me. You got to watch yourself. Because Christians can be real special when you talk about giving. I want to make sure I don't give them enough. <laughs> but how are you supposed to get out of the trouble you in? It says, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You, you, you just barely making it now. You better find some fruit to give into. So anyway, I, I, that's free. I ain't charging y'all nothing for that. Well, they, they said I got somebody on, on live. Talk to me. No, I'm this person. Okay. Um, so I just wanted to know, are obstacles similar to resistance or is that different? Because no. like for me, when I feel like I try something new and if I have obstacles come, then I'm like, oh, Lord, is that you telling me to back up and not do it? But we're supposed to press through? Press through. Is that through. what you're saying? Okay. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and so I, I got this, but I won't be, you know, I might get to one of them today. But, you know, I got a list about how to how to tell who's God and what's God and who, when, where and how. So y'all y'all know I wouldn't leave you comfortless. I got you covered. But I got to get you to identify yourself first. That's one of the biggest challenges that I've seen in ministry and in counseling. People come in for help. But when you bring truth to them, they don't want to see themselves. But self-reflection is one of the strongest things that you can do. Self-reflection says, I know that situation was ugly, but then you say, well, what part did I play? How, how many of us want to ask what part we played? <laughs> See, I'm the only one raising my hand. I'm, I'm raising my hand so I help y'all raise y'all. Okay? I, I mean, how do you know what you did wrong? It's not, y'all repeat after me, it's not always somebody else. Always Every now and then, it might be me. <laughs> See how I try to word that, make it real nice and soft? <laughs> if we keep getting in the same situation, that's not them. <laughs> I, have y'all dealt with that yet? It's stronger to resist. Anybody got any questions on that? Because I'm out there. <laughs> okay. Now, now let's see. Let, 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 let's see. I call. This is Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you that I have set before you life and death. Blessings and cursings. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. See, we don't want to look at the fact that every decision we make, somebody else is impacted by it. Every decision we make, somebody is impacted by it. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's observing you. And, and, and while I'm there, let me just go ahead and get this thing out of me. Uh, see that word blessing and cursing? So cursing is a mindset by a family. Y'all hear me? By a family that creates bondage over time that impacts the whole family. Now, I hope to God y'all got it because I don't know where that can repeat. So, you know, it's like pe people think curses are something just riding around in the air. No, it's created by a mindset of a family. A family might have a, a spirit of divorce, but it had to start somewhere. And then everybody in the family thinks when they get married, well, if this don't look right after two weeks, I can get a divorce. Some families, the curse, they think it's floating around. It might be alcohol. I know alcohol ran in our family. I had to run from it. A couple of us ran from it. We had to get away from it. But it was in the family. See, we were cool with our alcohol, though. We, we wouldn't like this alcoholic. We were cool with that. Y'all ever been cool with what y'all drink? 
You know, you knew to sit still, not drive. <laughs> and I'm talking about, so somebody in the family started drinking to deal with issues. So somebody else saw them do that, and then somebody else saw them do that, and then somebody else saw them do that, and then I saw somebody do it, and so, hey, if they doing it, it must be okay. Anybody ever got any stuff like that? Thank you, Nicole, for raising your hand. It's me and you. <laughs> so I just want to make sure people realize that that curse is not something floating around in the air. It started in a family line. It could have been before you, way before you, generations before you. But somebody in your family starts to think a certain way about a situation, and that, that, that's how it was passed down. Y'all got it? Now, now that I got that out, I'm good to go. So what's in our valley? So, so we got to f- figure out, so what's in our valley? Because our mindset say, because we just saw it right there. I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you, that I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. God is telling us which choice to make, that both you and your descendants may live. So what's, so what's in the valley? This is real time. What, what, what do you think in your valley? What keeps driving us to the valley? There's got to be something in there that, that, that we just got to run and hide. What, what, what else we do when we go to the valley? Cry? Who, who said that? Michelle. Michelle, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and see, when you go to the valley and cry, you don't need tissues. You're going to use your sleeve. You're going to use grass. You're going to use something. Because <laughs> when you get in the valley, you're desperate. You don't prepare for that. You don't care no tissue with you because I think I'm going to cry in the valley. <laughs> you take that sleeve and put that sucker right on up there because you thinking nobody's going to see you come out. Because see, you snuck in. Now you got to sneak out. Hey, I'm a lying on anybody. You don't want people to see you at your worst. But at least you knew where to go. Amen. So since y'all won't tell me what's in the valley, I'm going to tell you what I see in the valley. There's anger in the valley. Anybody ever got in the valley and got angry? Yes. Amen. Appreciate your honesty. What we get mad about that we so angry that God's been telling us to forgive. God's been telling us to look the other way. God's been telling us, to, ooh, don't you hate it when he tells you to bless them? Come on now. Am I talking to anybody? Now, you just worked on forgiving them, and then he tells you to, you to bless them? And, and he don't want no rinky-dick gift when you, he tells you to bless somebody. Because, you know, you heard that that person needed $200 for something. And you just thinking, I just now forgave them. Now you telling me to give them 200 of what money? Yeah. My money. <laughs> and you say, God, what are you, what are you talking about? Now, I, I know Sally, Sally Joe, she, she, she got more money than I do. She got paid yesterday. <laughs> but anger is in the valley. We take anger to the valley. Let's talk about that. Harboring resentment. And see, what we taught on a couple weeks ago? Letting go. You know I had to put that word back in there. Harboring resentment. That means you live with it. You go to bed with it. You wake up with it. You walk with it. You drive with it. You talk with it. You call yourself going to a movie and enjoy it. And, and, and it's still in there with you. It's, it's harboring. It's like, well, well, let's go this way with this thing. And then you start seeing images of the person. Start seeing what they did to you. You can remember what they said. Then you think about what you should have said. And then you get madder because you're thinking to yourself, well, I should have said such and such. So, <laughs> but that's in, the, that's in the valley. 
Cain and Abel. Reverend, tell us a little bit about Cain and Abel. Give, give, give this young lady a mic. Because Cain, he, he killed Abel. I mean, they, they, they brothers. Talk, talk to me. Uh, Cain and Abel, of course, were um, brothers. <laughs> uh, Abel um, was um, a shepherd. And Cain, um, he, I, I keep saying he had a garden, but actually he was touring the, uh, the land. So one was a land person and one was a shepherd. And when God called them to bring, uh, when they were called forth to bring their offerings, it says um, that in um, the scripture that um, Abel came first bringing his flock. And, and so one killed the other. Just like, hey, look, nobody out here, just us. No, nobody will know that I killed him. <laughs> so have we ever done things that we didn't think nobody would know about? I was going to say one more thing God said to, to the brother, the one who had the attitude. He said, why are you furious? Okay. He said, if you had done what I asked you to do, you would get the same reward that your brother got. Gotcha. Okay. So once again, if we had to did, just did what God told us to do. But see, we'll blame God for that, though. Won't we? <laughs> we heard that without a mic. <laughs> so are we holding on to anger that we need to release? That's a real-time question. Are we? And, and y'all know the prayer I use for that. Just put your hand on your heart. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just repent. I ask for forgiveness for the anger that I have towards such and such. Make sure you say what the emotion is and make sure you say who you need to forgive. And then you're just going to ball, ball your shirt up and take it all your heart. Now that I've given this to you, what is it that you want to give me in return for what I just gave you? And then you put your hand down and just listen. And he talks fast. You ain't got to wait till you leave the building to get that. The moment you give it is the moment he answers. So we won't feel special. Y'all turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, we won't feel special if you do that. We won't even ask you who you forgave. <laughs> All right, so number one, what's in the valley? It's anger. Anxiety, number two, that's in the valley. So when I'm talking about what's in the valley, I'm talking about these are the things we take to the valley because we didn't want to talk with God about Because he already told us what to do, and we didn't want to do it. So then what we do is we, we, we say, okay, God, well, you didn't answer me the way I thought you should. Did you give it to him? Or you told him what he could do? God, you just work on this area. I'll fix this area. So anxiety creates doubt in God and our abilities. Doubt in God. And, and all of us are guilty of it, if we're going to be honest. I, I hope that y'all are honest when y'all come to church. <laughs> Somebody say too honest? <laughs> all right, so let's take a look. Martha. Martha worried about serving. Mary chose to listen to God, to sit at his feet. So have we ever been so preoccupied by who, who got Nicole? Let me buy your cell phone. I, I'm gonna let you continue the text though. Okay, take notes. Have we been, you know, so, so Martha was worried about serving. Have we ever been so involved in something that we didn't have time to listen to what God was telling us? Oh, just give me a minute. Let me put it in my phone. But sometimes we know we're not putting it in the phone, don't we? Am I lying on anybody? Well, we, we know we're not putting it in the phone, we know we're answering the phone. <laughs> or checking what time meal time is or when we can get to the movies. TikTok. Or TikTok. Or we on TikTok. 
What we got? Social media. But, but, but see, she was concerned about the cornbread, and, and she was concerned about the pie and, and, and the food that, that needed to be served. So she thought since Jesus was there, that she was going to show off for Jesus. We ever try to show off for Jesus? When he told us to do this, we're doing this. Well, he's going to really appreciate this, although he told me to do this. So, so what happened was, Mary, she said, okay. Now, now, what Martha thought was, since she bring it up to Jesus, Jesus surely is going to correct her. Have we ever talked to authority and tried to get it our way? Yes. <laughs> mama. Who call on mama? Who call on daddy? Y'all raise your hand if you call on mama. To back you up. Okay, okay, all right, all right. All right, who, who called on daddy when daddy was alive? Wasn't a lot of people called on daddy. Because I know we, we, we tried to get money from mama. We didn't want to talk to dad about it. Am I lying on Morgan family? Yes, sir. Because dad, look at you. You know, you know he had the money. Dad, look at you. But, you know, it's like mom just smile at you. I mean, you come up with something very unique. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so. You know, when, when Martha came up and she said, well, Jesus, you know, I'm doing all this and that. You know, I'm the one making sure your cornbread is ready and this and that. And, and look what this lady doing. Look, look, look at her. Look at Mary. She's she just sitting around at your feet. How is she going to feed you sitting at your feet? And Jesus' answer basically was, she's getting fed by sitting at my feet. But what she's getting fed won't be what you take in like that and pass it out. This is going to be with her for life. So I just want to check with you and find out. You know, I got a question for you. What, what question do you think I'm asking? Are we willing to let go? That, that let go thing still there. Let go of our anxiety and trust God. No, I just want to hold on to this for a little longer. Because, see, if I let it go, who, who, who? I mean, what am I going to talk about to people? Because some people only talk about the issue. Am I lying on anybody? And I'm looking at the exercise. For you guys who are guests, when I look at the exercise, that means nobody can say pastor was talking about me. Are we willing to let go of anxiety and trust God? Why, why do we still want to hold on to that thing? I mean, if it's causing us not to speak, causing us to be snappy, causing us to be rude, causing us to uh, run people away, because y'all do know, let me see, let me, let me see how I want to put this thing. <laughs> Just give me a second. Let me see how I want to put this thing. People get upset with you when you continue to take their abuse because they want someone to stop them and say that's enough. But when you don't, they get angry with you, more angry with you because I'm complaining to you because I know in times past you would be the one to stop me. So you keep on thinking that you, you, you are allowing them to say these things to you and you just overlook it, that it's going to get better. You got to confront that thing because they are looking for it. How true is this? How many of y'all ever kept a child? And, and they start acting up because what they need? <laughs> Some say attention, a spectator, a spanking. Okay? <laughs> They're exhausted. They need to go to bed. It might be after the spanking, before the spanking. But they want somebody to say, stop, that's enough. But you won't say nothing. Oh, well, let me put you this. Let me give you this. Let me try this. You being insulting and people just talking to you wonder, why are they allowing me to do that? Why are they allowing me to talk to them like that? Won't they say shut up and be quiet? I'm just talking. But, but I ain't hear nobody say they're willing to give anything away there. Anxiety. Yeah, I, I hadn't forgotten that. <laughs> All right, I got one in the back. 
So you saying yes, that every time I was disobedient, especially as a teenager, it's because I wanted y'all to, to discipline me? Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, because see, th- th- this is the thing, Jay. This is the thing. You always thought that you was the smartest. So we're not supposed to know nothing. <laughs> I might not have been from the hoods, but I was from the streets. Now, I don't know how y'all equate that. What y'all do with that? Am I lying to you? We, we know how it works. Yeah. We, we have bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. So all you got to do <laughs> all you got to do is ask God, what, 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 what's driving me? That's a real thing. Y'all want to ask? Even now. Y'all, y'all ready? Okay. So, so, so y'all that watch it. So repeat after me. Jesus, what's driving me? Just listen close on the inside. And he's either going to give you a word, but it's going to be a quiet word. Or he's going to show you an image. Or he's going to give you a knowing. You will know it on the inside. All right? Raise your hand. If, 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 if it, okay, I see you. 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 Just hold on a second. I see you. I see you in the back. Who else? I see you. I see you. And those who are watching, when I say I see you, I'm, I'm acknowledging the people that's in the audience. You make sure you type in and say, say what he showed you, what he said. All right, who, who wants to share? Who feels comfortable sharing? What he showed you or what he told you? Might come your way. Um, hope. Hope, okay. And he showed, oh, so I saw the word hope, uh-huh. and then I saw the image, the fortress, okay. and the flowers, and playing in the flowers and running away. Okay. In the flowers. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Who else? You showed me. Uh, st- st- it's not as bad as it used to be, really. Okay. But, uh, approval of, of other people. Approval of other people. Yes. Okay. Okay. I got one coming your way. But but, but you know what's, what what happened with some people who get a word like this? It's not the word I wanted. <laughs> I thought you asked God. <laughs> go go ahead. Uh, my word was fear. Fear. Okay. That okay. fear is what motivates me to do other things. Fear is what motivates you to do other things. Appreciate your honesty. Anybody else? You got one over here? Might come your way. Yes, sir? God, I, I, I don't agree with that word. Dishonesty. Dishonesty? Okay. Mm-hmm. Appreciate, your, appreciate your honesty. Because dishonesty is in here. We might not get to it today, though. <laughs> All right. Appreciate your honesty, Sharon. Anybody else? So Martha got what she needed. Sometimes all we need to do is be quiet and listen to God so we can get what we need. Sometimes us running around, jumping around, cussing around, doing all these things is not the answer. Being still with him, asking him, just like what we just did. We asked the question, how fast did he answer? Yeah. All right, that's number two, anxiety. Now we still, oh, sure, no, I didn't. I I didn't know that was next. Glory to God. give, Give her the mic. Let her read that one. Dishonesty, lies and deceit. Most choose truth or continue in falsehood. Okay, let's see what happened. Thank you. Appreciate it. Ananias and Sapphira. In Acts 5, 1 through 11. Now, in in the the book of Acts is about the first church. So everybody's excited about this thing. And, 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 you know, they they, they made a decision. They said, we want to give to the church. And and we don't care whether we got this or that, but we just want to give because that's the best thing to do. 
So Ananias, that's the husband, Sophia's the wife, and, and, and what he, he decided to do, he said, well, well he, he got with his wife, and he said, we're we going to sell something. We're we, we going to sell the house. We're going to sell some land. We're going to sell something because we see everybody else giving. But we want to make sure that we're seen based off our ability to give. So, you know, he, they got more than that. You, you ever sold something got more than you planned? And then you start thinking about the tide? Uh-oh. <laughs> See, they ain't see me coming, sir. They ain't see me sneaking up more. And then you start thinking about the tide. It's like, well, man, I didn't know I was going to get this much. Well, maybe God will forgive me if I don't give them all the tide. It's just 10% or whatever you got. Just 10, how much? 10%. And so he, he, he gets together and he says, okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to tell the church that we got this amount. We're going to tell Peter. We're going to tell him that this is the amount that we got. But see, we still get to hold on this in the kitty. They ain't got to know everything. So he, he, he just tips on in. He starts sharing. This is what we got. We sold such and such. But, but how many of us try to lie to the Holy Spirit? Everybody in here. Okay. And so the Holy Spirit know everything. So he told the prophet. He told the disciple. He, he said, uh, no, that's, that's not accurate. That's not the true amount. So when you lie to the Holy Spirit, you are lying to the Godhead. And so he just, he just fell dead right there and died. Just, poop, just fell like that. Just fell dead about money. God blessed them with the land they had to be able to sell. And see, God be blessing us, but then we try to steal from him. You wouldn't have the job unless of him. You wouldn't have the increase except for him. You wouldn't have what you have except for him. Yeah, I know some of us don't feel like God gave us enough, and I, I've been doing this all my life, and he just gave me that. But where is the consistency in your life? When he told us the answer to this, he told my wife and I, and, and this is the thing about my wife and I. What he told us, we never changed. He said, I want you to give your way out of debt. So when we got out of debt, how come we can't continue to give? But no, we, well, well, we ought to that now. I can stop giving. I didn't hear him put an end to it. Because once again, we're coming back to give, and it shall be given under you. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. So he, he, he thought he had the plan, but he died with the plan. So his wife, you know, this is not in the Bible, but this is what I think. I, I think they talked about it. Say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go in first and tell them this is how much we made. And then what's going to happen is, you come after me. So she tips in. Peter asked the same question. Well, well, well how did it go? And she said, well, we got so, 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 so much land, so much such and such, and, and this is the money that we got. And he said in a real nice way, you, you, you might not know the body that you just passed, but that's your husband. And the same thing that happened to your husband where the people are going to carry, carry him out, it's the same thing that's going to happen to you. They're going to carry you out. And she fell there and died. Now, God blessed them, but who messed up the blessing? So what does greed mean? Who said that? What does greed mean? What what, what is greed in this situation, Nicole? What is greed? I think I can envision them walking in with their new outfit. Okay, okay, all right. You know, because you know how we do. We we get money. We got to show everybody (laughs) we got the money. Okay. So it was apparent. Uh-huh. No, y'all got more than a thousand. Y'all yeah. probably got a million. Uh-huh. Um, but greed in the situation uh, says they won't miss it. Okay, I could use it better. 
there's other people that are giving. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is my. I work hard for this. I had to okay. negotiate for a higher okay. number. Mm-hmm. It was really for me. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Y'all got it. So both of them died. Now, what, what, they, 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 it doesn't talk about them having children, stuff. But what if they had children? Then the children, they don't have a father and a mother. Over greed, being dishonest. Now, now, later on in the message, I'm going to talk about sin. Oh, I told Carl, I said, God is doing a new thing. <laughs> sin is not a new thing. But the very fact that I'm going to talk about sin in church, talking about repentance, that's going to be a part of the first thing you're going to do to get out of what you're in in the valley. You got to repent to God about how, your attitude. But, 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 but let me go on with, with this dishonesty thing. So the more I found out about dishonesty, do you realize that when you marry, the two become one? So when you tell a lie to your wife about a bill, that's almost as close to it as you can get. You basically committed adultery. You're lying to your wife, or it could be vice versa. You might have a wife that lied to the husband. But what we're going to find out later on as I go, go deeper about repentance, it's, it talks about the fact that part of God, when, when he, he talks about sin, and, and it's a Hebrew word for sin, he talks about the fact that one of the first things is he created us to love. To love. And then where we get in trouble is when we trans, you, 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 transgress against people. Transgression means that we mistook them. We didn't tell them the whole truth. They trusted us and we lied to them. But we hurt that relationship. Because when they find out that we lied, everything else from then, do we post it? Are they supposed to interpret that as truth? Okay, question for you. Okay. I vividly remember as a kid, my grandmother, we would go shopping, but uh-huh. my grandfather didn't know we were going shopping. Uh-huh. And when we got back to the garage, she would hide whatever she bought. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be years later, we find stuff that she bought years ago. Okay. And I was always fascinated, like, what are we doing? Like, are we not allowed to tell them we went to? I mean, I, yes, yeah. she shopped for hours. Yeah. Like, I don't even go in the store now because I've, I've done all my shopping okay. as a kid. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> so is that similar yeah. to you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what does that do to, I think that's my question. What does that do to the truth in the marriage? Is it an understanding? Like, I already know. I see the credit card bill. Okay. So, so we can't tell what happened between them, how they talked about it. But the very fact, you ready for this? The very fact that she continued to do it tells me that he didn't know. You understand what I'm saying? So that created something in the cold. So who do you look at? The, I, I know some people have passed. Who do you look at differently? The grandma who took you shopping or the granddad that didn't know? This sounds bad, but okay. Okay. I appreciated okay. my grandmother... <laughs> Because I learned a lot of negotiation skills. All my business skills I learned from my grandmother. Okay, because okay. she was a master okay. at not paying full price for anything. Okay. Uh, so I had always put her on a pedestal. Okay. Right. And then my grandfather was like, well, if he don't know, he don't know. Okay. You know, it ain't okay. for me to tell him. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I appreciate y'all. Uh, y'all got it? Y'all, y'all looking at her funny. Y'all got a question you want to ask Nicole? <laughs> so she's not going to say nothing because you're you getting something off that deal, right? I was. Yeah, yeah, you were getting the clothes. Okay, all right. But yeah, the fact that it continued tells me that it wasn't discussed. Y- y'all know what I'm talking about? 
You got to keep getting the right. I mean, it's like most of our family, we continue to go to the, go to mom for the food. I mean, for the money. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I got one here. So my question, Pastor, is so would that affect how she see men based off of how she saw her, her grandfather uh -huh. because of how her grandmother was? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And you see how I'm looking at you and not looking at her? <laughs> <laughs> Because what I was trying to do in a real nice way, y'all know I always got five more questions underneath that to lead me to where I know it's going on. Okay? All right. That's, that, that, that's how I'm going to leave that alone. Okay? All right? And she's glad I'm leaving it alone. All right? So, <laughs> anybody else? All right, so, you know, I got a question. Hey, look, y'all haven't answered my question, though. This is number three. I, I haven't gotten any other questions answered under these categories. Are there areas in our life where we need to be more honest? Sure. Like what? <laughs> See, I, I had a layer question under that. <laughs> like what? I got Mike come your way. I got Mike right here. Go ahead. I, okay. I would say when I get mad at something, but I pretend it's un, it's okay. Okay. Yeah, and, and that's being dishonest. Okay. All right. Yeah. What, what do What do you want to tell them when you're mad about something? I, you know, like, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Okay. Know? Or just, just shut up. <laughs> you know, that's stupid. All right. Just work on telling it a different way. <laughs> <laughs> my, my new thing is I'm asking people, would you consider a different opinion? Oh, I like that. That, that, that's my new thing. That, would, would you consider a, a different opinion? Or see it from a different perspective? So I'm telling you the truth now. So, so y'all need to write this part if you want to know it. And then based off the answer, if they say no, what are you supposed to do? Say, okay. <laughs> I, I sure go ahead. What you got? Anybody else? My, mine is similar to, to Wayne's. Uh -huh. And that is being dishonest, hearing people say things to me that uh -huh. have annoyed me, and me just not saying what I want to say gotcha. okay. to them. Okay. But I like this. Yeah. Would you consider a different opinion mm -hmm. and then say what I want to say? Mm -hmm. If they say truth. if they say yes. It, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. So the way I try to process my thoughts, Sharon, is this. I, I never saw the movie. I just heard Eddie Murphy did a movie about you only got 10,000 words to speak in a day, something like that. So I... I consider, is it worth my even answer? Because if they say no, then you're wasting your time by sharing it with them because they are not going to listen. So that's how I try to process data as to whether, is it worth me even bringing it up? Because I'm telling you, that's not the first time they've done it, and they'll continue to do it. Okay? But there will come a time where you're going to say it in the right tone, at the right place, and they'll say, yeah, give me your opinion. You understand? All right. I got Mike over here. Mike in the back. Uh, Tamika says, be honest with myself. Okay, okay. I appreciate you for answering the question. Y'all know, are there areas in our life where we need to be more honest? And she said, to be honest with herself. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So this is a situation at work. We have a coworker. Y'all paying attention, right? Okay. Um, and... It brings me to when you always say there's no such thing as an unprocessed emotion. It goes somewhere it doesn't. So she's rude and abrasive. Okay. I mean, I can be rude and abrasive, but this is a 100% constant. Okay. 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 All right. And 
I woke up to a text that she sent me Friday morning. You know, you, you said so-and-so, but that's not true. Okay. You lied. Okay. Wow. Good morning. <laughs> okay. Um, and, you know, I, I don't remember the whole conversation right this second, but anyway, she told me, she said, you did tell me that you forgot. You need meds. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and put smiley faces, you know, okay. with a laugh out loud emoji mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. I said, you are not funny. You are infuriating. Okay. I've never said that to a human being in my life. Okay. But it was warranted in that situation. I went to pick up something yesterday and talked to another coworker. And she told me how when that person was in her store, mm -hmm. um, she said I had diarrhea the whole day. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's horrible, you know, thinking it was from something you ate. She goes, no, it was because of mm -hmm. her, mm -hmm. that unprocessed emotion, because yeah. yeah. she really wanted to, you know, mm -hmm. lay yeah. hands on her suddenly, yeah. but yeah. she couldn't. Yeah, I got you. She didn't want to keep her okay. job. Okay, all right. Appreciate your honesty. Anybody else? So, so okay. So what are, you, what are you thinking and what are you feeling? It doesn't have to be this one. We can go further back. What are you thinking about? You don't like, like being lied to. What are you thinking about? What was the second one, guys? Anxiety. And these all have the capacity to be given to God. But for some reason, we think it's better if we hold on to it. What's the first one? Anger. I mean, all you got to do is look around. You can see it. You can see that stuff. You can see anger. I mean, it's just it's incredible what's going on in the news, what's going on with people. It's real stuff. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. We want to thank you for this opportunity. We want to thank you for our honesty. Thank you for what you gave people when they gave stuff away to you. We want to just say thank you for today. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for our, our openness to you. And we just call that manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, ChosenRVA.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at ChosenRVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.